this week on Erotic Awakening, Violet Wand, Necrophilia, and The Long Road to Kick. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to support of our patron community who received free access to early podcast. <laughs> Me speak good. They get free Oh man, are they getting ad free? Early access to the podcast as well as other perks. Matter of fact, they might get a perk like me chopping and editing that. <laughs> Thank you to all of our supporters and our newest one, Moggy. Yay, Moggy! <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. How are you this fine evening? Um, a little worn out. We just found our new RV spot. We left Florida. I don't know why, except that it's packed and we need to start to slowly move north for an event we're presenting at in April. We had some wonderful time in Florida with Mistress Jen and Diamond and Master Cecil and Darcy. Darcy and yeah. And we are looking forward to having a wonderful time with you, oh podcast listener, if you're in the South Carolina. We're going to be here for six weeks. So reach out, three, hang out with us, three play a board on, game. Yeah, three on the coast. And so you can't just say South Carolina because I just found out I'm going to go pick up a box from um, two of our podcast listeners mm-hmm. that we had mailed there and it's four hours away. So, And they're in South Carolina. And they're in South Carolina. So if you're on the coast of South Carolina, we'll be here for the next three weeks. And then if you're in the mountains of South Carolina, we'll be there for another three weeks. <laughs> and if you're at Kinky College. We may see you there, too, because we'll fly in. <laughs> we'll get to Kinky College in a second. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking to Dr. Von Hertz about the Violet Wands. Um, and let's just jump right into that. Uh, first off, welcome to the podcast, Dr. Von Hertz. Well, thank you for having me. Our pleasure. So, all right, question number one, before we get into the real questions, is... <laughs> Violet wand, like violence, or violet wand, like a color. The color. Okay, good. Definitely. Um, the, I, uh, the early electrodes were made with air, and mostly nitrogen, and that gives a kind of a characteristic violet color. And uh, it was also featured in Wonder Woman comics, the violet ray that promotes all health. So yes, it is definitely violet the color, not violent the pounding on your ass. Although, (laughs) you know, the knob does does go to 11. So let's start off, and I I appreciate that this is an audio experience, so this is going to be a little challenging. For for our listeners who are not familiar with the violet wand, uh, can you give us a little bit of a description of what exactly it is? Ah, well, it started out, as so many things did, as a medical quack device. I mean, they they were well-intentioned. It wasn't, early on, it was not sold as a quack device. They really thought this thing gave some health benefits. And in fact, that still may be true. They got shut down in the 50s because they couldn't prove to medical standards that it had a benefit. Nobody's going to pay for that. Right. Um, generally speaking, these are devices that are about yeah a foot long or so, a little bit heavy. The solid state ones are way lighter. Uh, plugs into an outlet, 
and makes a characteristic noise. I don't know how well that's coming through. <laughs> oh, it's going on. It's coming across quite well. Okay. Yeah, the solid state ones are a little quieter because they don't have the heavy magnet coil and Wagner's hammer assembly. But they're basically the same device. Uh, plugs into an outlet. They have been made, you know, in 220 and 110, certainly, but also for, and I, I have one of these and I have not unpacked it yet, so I don't know where it is. Uh, it's one of my prizes. It's a 32-volt wand for farm current. Back when farms didn't have connection to the grid, uh, farmers generally suck at being electricians. And you have huge losses if you take the voltage too low for safety. So they settled on 32 volts as a reasonably safe compromise. And everything in your farm was designed to run on 32 volts DC. Your wind charger charged up your battery bank and uh, off you go. So what is the actual, is, is it just, so are you electrocuting people? Um, electrocution, technically speaking, is killing them. So yeah, we try <laughs> to avoid that. Yeah, dead is not good, no. Yeah, even if you come close, people don't want to play with you again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that is a big part of what I talk to people about on the one is safety because, you know, you're, you're playing with another human being and you don't want to harm them unless you have negotiated said harm, like a branding. Um, and with so, electricity, uh, the hazards are not always all that obvious. Very true. Very true. So, and I do want to talk about that more, but I wanted to mention that the noise that you just did, I was at a um, Universal Light Expo. So it was a, a new AG Expo, thousands of people. And I took my son there and he disappeared on me. And Elaine over, an aisle over, I heard that noise. And I'm uh -huh. like, what the hell? And I went over there and they're using it on my son. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Wrong event. It's allowed here. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're curing him of all of his, his cured, uncured things. Exactly. Well, they failed. But that's aligning, not important That is true. Now. That is true. They failed. So, aligning his chakras and such. <laughs> so, Dr. Von Hertz, do you bottom and top for violet wands? I rarely bottom. All right. So, let me flip this over to Dawn. Dawn, what is it like to bottom for a violet wand? Um, It depends who I do it with. So... That was the violet wand was actually one of the first things I tried 20 some years ago with the ex-husband and I hated it. I mean, I really did. It, it, it felt like ants crawling on me. So it was, it was a while before I tried it again and I tried it again. You know, someone tried to talk me into it and I'm like, no, 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 I don't like it. They're like, oh, it depends who you're with. And then yeah, they absolutely. tried it on me fell in love with it. So I love it. It's, it's tingly and zippy. And if you're holding on to like, um, and, and I know Dr. Von Hertz can talk more about this, but sometimes you can hold on to like metal cloth mm -hmm. and things like that. And at this point I've had whole scenes with different types of violet wands and um, it depends how you use it. I mean, the person I did it with, like 
dressed up in a rubber apron and had the mad doctor look <laughs> and everything was buzzed and and so the sounds uh-huh. and the all of that and um yeah i i i really <laughs> I, I really like it so but I it's think, i think the sensation part sometimes gets lost yeah i mean People, you know, the longest running controversy that I've seen is solid state versus mechanical. Well, the solid state is a much lower powered device. Um, I just, I've never seen one that gives the same oomph that a BD-10 does. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, you'll see people, eh, such a weak little thing. Maybe that's exactly what your bottom wants. Right. And the, the good old BD-10 only starts at about 20,000 volts, which is about mid-range for a typical solid state. The solid state can run down to almost nothing, but they top out around in various models between 20 and 40,000. The BD-10 will go past 55,000. That's uh, I try to be very careful about what I say, uh, my measurement capability tops out at 55,000 volts. So okay. when it pegs the meter, that's all I can say. Sure. So is it safe? Man, it just doesn't sound safe. You, you know, 55,000 volts. It sounds like you're going to melt somebody or turn them into the next Avenger. Well, if, if you had unlimited current behind it, it would be horrifically dangerous. <laughs> but... The wand is not able to produce that much power. Now, this gets into some fun bits. If you go onto ETP's site for the BD-10, they will claim a low output current that you know, would be objectively safe. That's not true. I have measured this using a Tektronix oscilloscope and current probe that I have long experience with, and the current is three to four amps but the time is very short. Um, the pulse width out of these things is erratic, but tends to be around 100 nanoseconds wide. Uh, that is super, super short. So your muscles don't have any chance to respond. So you, you don't have the typical reactions that one does to a DC or a 60 hertz electrical shock, 60 hertz is, oh, phooey, the number just flew out of my head, some number of milliseconds. And, you know, that's enough to cause all your muscles to contract. Uh, Big Clive recently put out a video on electrocution that I think every one player should have a look at. He goes through it and describes, why, well, why can't you just let go of the wire? Because it's clamping down all your muscles. And you have the muscles in your hand, for example, to open your hand are much weaker than the muscles that close your hand. So guess what? You're going to be locked onto that puppy. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a high voltage, which sounds scary, looks scary. And if that's how you play, you can certainly play it up. Uh, my big red body contact, for example, is a big fat red wire, which just screams dangerous. <laughs> now, you know, I selected that wire. I should actually call it cable uh, for 
many other reasons, but the fact that it's, I mean, I, I did have a choice of colors and I thought, you know, I'm just, I'm so tired of trying to find black shit in a black bag in a dark dungeon. <laughs> and besides red just definitely gives what I want. So I use red. But so, yeah, as you mentioned, you can play up the psychological aspects of the scene. Right. And not every electrode gives the same sensation. In fact, um, yeah, I was more prepared for video. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm holding a mushroom here and it's got that big flat surface. And the original intent was that you would put it on the person and then start the current. But you can lift it away to give that little prickly ants sensation. You can use the back side of it where it's bent a bit. Uh, Hand-blown electrodes will vary in thickness over different parts of them. So you can use the thin part for more sensation, the thick part for less. The mechanical wands, uh, this will come through on audio. I'm pointing it straight up now, and it's just <laughs> barely running. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So now I'm going to turn it nose down. Nothing. Nothing. Right. I did not touch the knob. This is ah. not a bug. It's a feature. I can use my angle on the wand to control the intensity without having to use my other hand, which might be busy doing something else. <laughs> Solid state wands are not affected by gravity that way. So they don't have that feature or bug, depending on how you look at it. Right. Now, my background in electrical engineering is that I, well, I've got zero. I don't know anything. As okay. a matter of fact, I live in a, um, I know I'm plugged up to a 30 amp who's it to get power for the RV. Right. But I don't really know why I got to plug into 30 amp. Or, or why you have to use a dog bone to use a 50 amp on a 30 amp RV. Or why, my, or why the micro, why the, if we run the microwave, the air conditioner and the violet wand at the same time, one of them always shuts off. So I don't know a lot about electricity. So should I avoid this kind of play completely? No, hell no. No. Um, so everything in the commercial power delivery world is about safety and some things we don't do all that well. Um, you, everybody knows the standard light bulb screws into a socket, right? Well, the shell, there's, there's two points of contact, the shell and the button. In a properly wired wand, or wand, <laughs> you tell where my head's at. In a properly wired lamp fixture, the shell co contact is connected to neutral. Because as you're screwing the bulb in, you can easily come in contact with the shell. And we absolutely don't want people coming in contact with the hot wire because we don't know what else they might be touching. I mean, you, you can hold the hot wire. You can hold it. You can lick it if everything else is taken care of, if you are well insulated. I, my analogy here is actor versus Hollywood stuntman. Okay, the actor is there to create a scene. You, know, you can call it the same thing we do. But when it's time to do the dangerous shit, 
the actor steps out and the stuntman who is hopefully very well trained on what he's doing and very much in control of the scene does the dangerous part. Now, uh, recently we had a fatal shooting because some weapons master did not adequately check that weapon. Uh, you know, fingers are pointing all over the place, but somebody screwed up and there was not another safety barrier. In our line of work, quote unquote, we have multiple safety barriers, but at least we can. So yeah, I'm sitting here on a wooden stool. I could totally grab onto a 10,000 volt line and I would be fine. Unless I screw up and put my foot on the floor, then I fry. So yeah, all of all of the stuff about commercial electro electrical delivery outlets, whatnot, it's about safety. We have three wires on our plugs now. We didn't used to. When Hubble first came out with the electrical plug, it screwed into a light socket because that's really all that the guys thought you would want electricity for in a home. I mean, what the hell else are you going to use it for? <laughs> so they came up with this. The, some of the oldest electrical devices you'll see have a cord that ends in what looks like the back end of a light bulb. And then they came up with Hubble's two-wire plug, which was not polarized. And then they polarized it. And there was a ton of radios and TVs built where neutral is connected to the metal chassis of the thing. Well, yeah, some electricians suck at being electricians too. It is not uncommon to find an outlet where the hot and neutral, the two flat blade con contacts, are reversed. And anything that relies on that for safety is no longer safe. In fact, it's quite dangerous. So, you know, I... We added the ground wire. Well, you know, your uh, washing machine and dryer, you're in a room with water. The big metal cases of those things are hard grounded because if some wire were to come loose inside and touch the case, it could kill you. Well, you're, you're in a room with lots of water. And and I don't know much about electricity, but I know better than, I know water and electricity. <laughs> do not Do work. not mix. Don't oh, bring they, your... They they mix just fine. You won't like it, though. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. So uh, it sounds like you would consider this, or maybe not. Would you consider this style of play, playing with violent wands, edge play? Yes. Now, there are things you can do to reduce your risk. Uh, the classical uh, glass electrode filled with pretty gas, that's as safe as it gets. The the glass envelope itself perf performs the function of a spark gap, which I can get into. It's a little technical, but it lets the high voltage through, which won't harm you, and it blocks the low voltage, which will harm you. Now, if you use something else, and you have to be very careful about who you buy from and, and what they're claiming, I have seen quite a number of electrodes built by various people out there that basically connect the bottom to the socket in the wand. That is not safe. However, it can be safe enough. 
uh, sitting again, we don't have video. Uh, we're sitting here in my secret underground lair slash photo studio slash dungeon. <laughs> and I have a nice wooden massage table here. And I could play with somebody here with one of those unsafe electrodes. There, I would move my photo gear back so there's nothing they can touch that's electrically connected. No particular hazard. But you got to know this. So going back to my stuntman analogy, at what do you want to be an actor and play with the wand and have fun? Or do you want to be the stuntman and learn all the technical stuff that you need to play at that level? But please don't play at the deep end unless you really know what you're doing. I have tons of information on my, my FetLife pages. I also have a Patreon page, which echoes a lot of that. But there, there's also a lot of crap information out there. Um, Violet Wanda and I vehemently disagree. Um, she threatened to sue me at one point, which got shut down rather quickly. Um, fact check everybody. Don't take my word for it. Don't take anybody's word for it. Don't especially don't take any vendor's word for it. I am a vendor, so don't take my word for it. There are I I have the big red body contact, which I have engineered a specific way to make it as safe as possible and to have the lowest loss possible. But there are a lot of other body contacts out there that I my opinion, are extremely dangerous. Um, and they will tell you, oh, it's fine. Nobody got hurt. Well, <laughs> um, in other circles, I associate with skiers who go into avalanche territory. And just because you made it home doesn't mean that was a good decision. Right. <laughs> and, and as we discussed in setting up this interview that we could do, obviously, a lot of time just on the safety aspect and the lack of safety aspect of it. Oh yeah. But, yeah. but for now, um, I've just got one more question for you. If I want to <laughs> get started in this whole violet wand thing, how do I get started? I mean, where do I go buy my first violet wand? Hmm. Okay. Well, the first question would be solid state or mechanical. And that really, uh, the question there is how much, energy do you want to use? The best answer, in my opinion, is both, but that's a little more expensive. Uh, BD10 will right now set you back about $330 from ETP. Uh, there are other sources. I have a couple in stock at, at a slightly lower price, but that's about what you're going to pay. You can buy one from eBay. Um, I've had pretty good luck there, but uh, you're taking a risk. The solid states will go as low as 20 bucks. Amazon is, uh, you know, fairly decent source. Uh, on the high end, Dr. Clockworks is, I think, 179. I haven't checked recently. Now, I'll say this for him. Uh, <laughs> it's amusing and impressive. He got a season. He had a shipment of his wands seized at customs because they thought that they were medical devices. So he actually got his wand registered as a medical device so that he could import that shipment. Huh. 
and, you know, given that they were banned because they were medical devices and they couldn't prove anything, I'm impressed. And I, you know, he told me that. And I, of course, went to the FDA's website, downloaded their database and searched it. And yes, he did actually do that. Cool. So what that means is now he, and that certification is not cheap. So if he changes his manufacturing significantly, he'll lose that certification. This forces a certain consistency on his product. The $20 end, well, <laughs> you're going to get whatever they could make cheap today. Sure. You know, people rag on China all the time. And I am an embedded systems engineer with 40 plus years experience. You can get exactly as much quality as you want out of China, provided you're willing to pay for it. But on a $20 yuan, you ain't paying for quality. Right, right. <laughs> the, well, ground, the ground lead, much is made about the violet wand having a three-wire plug. Um, almost entirely bullshit. In the solid-state Chinese ones, I have yet to see a wand that does anything with the ground wire other than cut it off inside. Hmm. Uh, I, I really don't like that. If there was a ground wire present, it should have a function. And basically, if you cut it off, you're lying. On the typical BD-10, the ground wire connects to the metal shaft of the screw that you adjust for intensity. And that's it. They're, they're using it, but only <laughs> they're grounding an exposed metal part that you could touch. And that's good safety practice. The, the electrode socket, you also could touch. It's kind of hard to jam your finger in there, but you could. But they're allowed an exception for electrical contacts where grounding it obviously would make the device non-functional. Which is similar, useful. similar to the light bulb. You know, why don't we sh connect the shell of the light bulb to ground? Well, because you're not allowed to pass current into ground. The whole point of the ground wire is that it never carries any current unless there's a fault. If that, think about it this way if the ground wire were to become disconnected and we were passing current into it, the ground wire would now be hot. And every electrical device connected to that ground wire could kill you. And again, we get back to things you don't want to have to happen in a scene. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you're, obviously you're, we could go on. Uh, there's a lot more just from a safety perspective, how to oh, use yeah. Violet Wand and all that. How can people find out more about you, Dr. Von Hertz? Well, uh, Dr. Von Hertz on FetLife. DrVonHertz.com is my Etsy store. And Dr. Von Hertz at Gmail. I am enthusiastic about taking questions, answering them to the best I can, and uh, you know, passing on whatever knowledge I can. Fantastic. Well, we appreciate your time with us tonight. Hang out with us for a little bit while we wrap this thing up. Dawn, earlier you mentioned Kinky College. I did. Now I know I have to go to Kinky College at some point, but I can never remember the dates. How do I keep in touch 
with all these dates and things. And all the stuff and events and things that we do in classes. Exactly. Well, I put everything out on the newsletter that I send out at the beginning of every month. So... So I can keep up with the events, book news, and discounts as more and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter? You can. So, and get your EA shout out. Like Jimmy from Georgia. <laughs> and Julia from Alabama. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, with that, we have really nothing else going on on the show. We have, I think, maybe one tentacle. But we do but have... But we do. But... I need to, I need to share this. Okay, go on. <laughs> so, and Sam Wall, so sent me a TikTok. Okay, so now on TikToks, sometimes it's the same person that pretends to be two different people, uh-huh. you know, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So one of them is a partner, right? So they're partners. It's one person playing both parts, but she's like, you know, I feel like you've been distracted lately. And then it shows the other partner. She's like, well, it's because I'm thinking about tentacle monsters. And the other partner's like, what? Well, I could never be a tentacle monster. And she's like, no, but think of it as a tool. I, this is what I need to get off. Use it as a tool. And yeah, so it's just like conversation. So Dan, don't ever be envious or jealous of my tentacle monster fantasies. Use it as a tool. So <laughs> when I'm when I'm screwing you, you're not thinking about uh Johnny Depp or no no Rich I'm not thinking right I'm I'm who's not the other uh, Chris Pine or, or Chris, any of them no you're thinking about Cthulhu exactly okay good to know so 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 there's no no competition <laughs> fair enough so we have uh three fetishes to knock out uh Dr. Von Hertz um would you like to partake in the conversation around fetishes with us tonight oh why the hell not all right. Well, randomly, then you get to pick one, two, or three. Hmm. Um, I'll go with two. Two. So, Dr. Von Hertz, how do you feel about the finish of degradation? For example, if um, when your man talks down to you during sex, or uh, then it gives a bunch of other stupid examples, but degradation play. <laughs> Uh, do you do any degradation play? You got anything? Do they do anything for you? I understand what it is, but yeah, it really does nothing for me. Uh, it kind of turns me off, really. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm not wired that way. What the fuck are you saying yeah for? Me? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, because I see it as, I, as always, degradation and humiliation. I see that there's a couple of different kinds, right. right? So there's the degradation, like we're thinking of, like I'm, I'm sure um, Dr. Von Hertz is thinking of, which is the whole, you know, uh, you're fat, you're ugly, the you worthless piece of shit, right, right, the yeah. cutting down, breaking down, sort of okay. degradation, right? But I like sexual degradation, sensual, sensual humiliation, humiliation, which, which is, is different than degradation, right? So you can call me a slut, don't call me fat. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Well, that that I'm down with. Right. Right. Slut. Right. Make sure you know your partner's language limits so that you don't use the wrong word and turn into the whole uh, chicken neck response that you want wet, snake. not snakehead. Snake yes, neck. <laughs> snake All right. Don't look at the notes. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, do I want one or three? Do you want, am I giving you yes. one or three? Yes. One. Um, what is one? One is dacrophilia, 
which is the arousal caused by tears or crying. That so, is... so, so Dan, <laughs> yes. do you get turned on by tears and crying? Uh, you know, you know, you know, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Sluts. Um, exactly. Somebody absolutely. Cheated. I don't know what that's about, why that turns me on. I think it has more to do with vulnerability than anything else. It's not necessarily the crying of, um, I hurt my knee or something. Yeah, right. right. Or Bambi's dad died. I don't really or old yeller got stuck in a cave. I don't know, <laughs> but that kind of crying doesn't do it for me, but that vulnerable just share the secret or yeah, just share that kind I've of crying. Seen. That's hot as fuck. Yeah. Your scene name way back. 20 some years ago was actually DAC Which for dacrophilia. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, how about you, Dr. Van Hertzen? Anything for dacrophilia for crying? Um, yeah, as you've described it, it's not huge for me, but I, I can definitely see it. And I, I never want to be, you know, the guy don't yuck my yum. I, I right. really don't like it when people do that. If it works for you and it's not causing a problem for you or the people you're working with, hey, have fun. <laughs> you, know? you, you say that now, but wait till you hear this third one. Okay. <laughs> Don, how do you feel about dendrophilia, which, as you know, is also <laughs> known as arbophilia, which, as you know, a sexual attraction to trees. Either because they're phallic shaped or because of the texture. Trees, huh? Yeah. So arbophilia or dendrophilia. You you act like I know these words. I can't even say these words. So, <laughs> I um, have to admit, I've never heard of this one. I've never heard of this one, but I can almost see it. So no, I, I, I have not heard of this before. I've never even thought of this before. But if you remember, I was um, working with Arcane, yes, making yes. floggers which meant turning wood, right? So I learned how to turn wood and make flogger handles, which are phallic shaped, right? That's yeah, a different but thing But it's a different together. thing. But I'm going to tell you what, working with that wood and feeling it go from rough to smooth and be phallic shaped. So no, it's not a kink of mine, but I really enjoyed it. But as, as our notes, I have notes here that this, what you're talking about is zelophilia, which is a lover of wood, not necessarily trees. trees. But I do love trees. I yeah. hug trees. I'm a tree hugger, not a tree fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I almost stopped myself from saying that. You're allowed to say that on the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so, well, no, trees. That goes, do... <laughs> that goes right back into that. If it works for you, great. Right. Exactly. So no. So I am a lover of wood at this point. Working with mahogany and um, oh my god, apple, apple wood, mm -hmm. and what's the black? The Ash. no, the no, obsidian. I think it was literally called obsidian wood. That's the wood that does not like me to turn it because every time I use it on the lathe, it flies off and tries to hit me in the face. So Ooh. I don't work with that anymore. I work with the slightly softer ones, but holy cow. No, I, I love, I miss turning the wood. It is so funny. You're saying that it's not a fetish for you, but you're here, sitting here rubbing your face and you're almost know. drooling. You little I, I, <laughs> it was well, fun. It, it, 
you know, it's not full on or full off either. Well, that is true. No, that's and that's a good point. And normally what we get to is the point of, is it something when I'm home by myself jerking off, do I think about, oh, the mighty oak, the great redwood? No, you know? no. Yeah, doesn't do but it. But a me. flogger handle? I own a couple of those flogger <sighs> handles. <laughs> You're incredible. so good. <laughs> Don, do you ever put... Uh, pictures of yourself fucking flogger handles on our Instagram account? Unfortunately not. You would think we would. What I didn't even bring there? I didn't even bring them with me on on in the RV. I need my whole toy kit. It's so heavy. What you're, do I put pictures of? Yes, you're circumventing my sorry my I am. So we do Instagram. We put a pictures lot, of food and it's RVs. food, our trip, um all the water birds that were in Florida on the beach and I make quotes and yeah least sexy instagram account on instagram i think if i put a picture of my ass on there right now people might be offended <laughs> you can find our instagram and see the picture of the day as and if you want to see my ass though i have put one on there in the last couple of months um uh let us know <laughs> <laughs> if you're in south carolina we can make that happen Ooh. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn on the Twitter and or on Get That Life. And we're Erotic Awakening on Instagram. So Use the because link. it says Erotic Awakening, you think they would think there would be ass pictures. Use the <laughs> links from Erotic Awakening. You'll just say trees, yes. <laughs> Use the links from eroticawakening.com for our Facebook and Discord channels. Or just email us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Bye Dawn. Bye, <laughs> Bye. Bye.